Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Monday, June 27th in New York City, and now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Barcelona is looking to accelerate the recovery of its tourism industry, but the city faces a delicate balancing act of working to attract more visitors while avoiding becoming the poster child for overtourism again, reports contributor Paula Krasanovic. As Barcelona has launched a tourism campaign aimed at American travelers, Krasanovic writes that local residents who had retaken Barcelona's public spaces during pandemic-era border closures are concerned about the return of problems related to large-scale tourism. But the city is also considering steps to limit the number of tourist arrivals. Meanwhile, Barcelona-based professor Steve Dot Utkla believes the city can manage tourism if it implements a sustainable long-term strategy. Dot Utkla has recommended the city decentralize tourism by developing locations outside of the city as attractions for prospective visitors. Next, Australian flag carrier Qantas is boosting its staffing numbers in preparation of a busy July. But like its peers in the U.S. and Europe, the company is cutting flights to ease airport crowds that are causing bedlam at airports in recent weeks, writes airlines reporter Edward Russell. Qantas announced on Friday will increase ground staff numbers by 15% in July compared to levels during Easter this year. The airline is also offering non-management staff a one-time bonus of roughly $3,500. However, as Australia's three busiest airports have warned flyers about likely huge crowds and possible delays, Qantas is reducing flights on domestic routes through March 2023. The company also said the cuts will help it recoup high oil prices. Finally, Kenya is ahead of its peers in Africa regarding the acceptance of digital payments, which have grown worldwide throughout the pandemic. But Kenyan tourism executives believe that consumers have been slow to embrace cashless transactions, writes contributor Harriet Akinyi. John Musau, the general manager of Nairobi-based Tamarind Tree Hotel, acknowledges that the fear of identity theft has steered guests away from using a cashless system. While the cashless system the hotel adopted has made it attractive to visitors who no longer carry cash, Musau admits that he's missing out on prospective guests who prefer to use cash. Roughly 15% of Kenyans use digital payment as a means of transaction, according to Visa Kenya. Meanwhile, major players in Kenya's travel industry, such as national carrier Kenya Airways and its national parks, have also announced the shift to cashless systems. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily. Spoken Layer. Saudi Arabia has set an ambitious goal to welcome 150 million visitors by 2030, unleashing a flurry of growth and investment in the kingdom. In our new series, Skip Travel Spotlight, the future of tourism in Saudi Arabia, Skip sits down with tourism and travel experts to discuss the vision, progress, innovations, and opportunities shaping Saudi's tourism sector. Tune in for insider views and insights on what's next for Saudi Arabia's dynamic tourism industry. 
Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.